Hey everyone, welcome back to the Raya and Jay podcast. I am Raya, one of your hosts, and I am joined with... Joined Jay Wilson, but with a fidget ring. Yeah, I, I keep doing this. Every single time I do an intro to something, I keep saying joined with, joined by, and I'm not sure which one's right. Are you joined by someone, or are you joined... You're joined by... Wait. You, like, you've been joined by someone, right? So, so you're joined by. That's correct, right? It honestly Not doesn't fucking by. matter. I don't think anyone on the internet is sitting there like the fucking grammar Nazi sitting there with their fucking cigar in their mouth like, yeah, Raya fucked up again. <laughs> like, like sitting Fair there point. like, like I- I'm uploading this to Reddit. Don't listen to this podcast. They don't say join with right. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Doesn't matter. So, so how was your how week, you Raya? Oh, okay. Am I going first? Um, it was, it was, it was nice. This is the last week that I'm going to have off, so because I, I didn't really get to go to work this week again, which is, it's been stressful, but the stress has been relieved since more and more plans have been figured out. Um, I had a nice, relaxing week for the most part. Um, didn't do a whole lot other than watch some shows and stuff. Um, I've been working on, I started yesterday working on a, uh, a recreation of the building game in Minecraft. Uh, that Seth oh, yeah, originally get, did, like, if, if that actually works, ago. will we actually be able to play the building game without it being scuffed as yeah. fuck? Do you remember how scuffed yeah. it was that night when we played? <laughs> it was so... Like, we tried we tried playing the building game, but it was, like, so difficult to play in the, the more recent versions. All of types of fucking um, scuff. But dude. I'm recreating from scratch. I'm, I'm remaking from scratch. I've got a really finished UI system, a setting system that looks so good. I'll show it to you after the podcast. Hell um, yeah. But I'm so proud of what I have so far. Um, but I'm just now starting on the actual meat of the game, so it's gonna be a bit, bit a, be a bit before it's done. But um, I'm excited. Dope, I hope I can finish this project. I'm sure you um, will. Yeah, so that's something that I've been working on, which has been really exciting. Um, yeah, that's really it. There's there's really not a whole lot that's happened um, <laughs> to me this week. Honestly, I haven't been able to do anything. Nice, nice. And now we're car. No, yeah. Uh, that's very unfortunate. Are you going to get your hands on a car? Is that why you're going to be able to start going back to work, or are you getting uh, public nope. transport? I'm taking public transportation, um, but I get to I get to go in less days per week. I get to go in three days instead of five days per week, and still get paid the same. So that's cool. Oh, that is pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. So they are good people. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. It's just a bureaucracy that you got to work with. Bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb word. <laughs> Anyways, how was your week, Jay? Jay Wilson gets to talk Better about his week. I this hope. is my favorite part about every episode is talking about my week. Um, <laughs> because, you know, it's all about me, and I love how about me everything is. Um, I'm pulling out my keys. To, I'll explain to you why here in a minute. Um, so anyway, what? how did my week start? My week started pretty, pretty all right. Like, it was Monday. It was the day after the last time we recorded this podcast. That was a week ago. Wait, no, it's Saturday now. It was Sunday last time we recorded. I'm so fucking smart. Um, we, after we, I've been 60. uploading a song to that playlist we talked about last week every day. I've, it's pretty yeah. great. The, today's the seventh song that's going to go on the playlist. I still haven't picked today's song, but I'll eventually pick it. Um, I bought my prom ticket. The reason that I pulled this out is, like, the prom tickets are, like, really cool. They gave, give you, like, a keychain. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I, you can't see it really. Like, I, I don't think the camera's gonna focus. But like, it, that it's that bit and this bit together, all hooked onto my keys like that. Huh. That's really cool. That's 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 quite the budget, honestly. It, it it's not that much of a budget. All I think kids were actually physically making these. Um, but there's uh. not that many people at our high school, so 
so like I, they can do stuff like that like if we ever had a big high school with like a million seniors seniors and juniors going um but i thought that was pretty cool i think it looks really pretty uh i'm on spring break now which is really cool i mm, yeah thir thursday was my last day of school for until i go back not this coming week but the next one i don't know what day that is um what else happened this week? I talked to that friend of mine who I've been talking to. Remember the one from, from the wreck? I talked to them earlier yeah. today, and the, and they were like like uh, we talked about it, and I was like, yeah, we we talked about it on our podcast, <laughs> and they were she, the, she was just like, wait a minute, send that to me, and she thought it was so fucking funny my reaction, me being like you know like the clap that I did trying to simulate a car <laughs> crash noise. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, she watched our, all of our Dong and Rampa stuff too. She told me that, so that's pretty cool. Really? She's excited for Holy us to shit. get going. She's excited for us to get okay. going. So, okay, well, you know, you're on spring break this next week, so like, we Monday, got people, right, we got people right. I mean, I'm down to be 100% honest with you. But uh, yesterday, what? I'm not even doing chronologically, I'm just talking out my ass down. Oh, go um, ahead. <clears throat> yesterday, I, I installed a radio in my buddy's car. That was interesting. I'd never done that before. It's a lot of fucking work. Somebody I stole my fucking... car radio, and now I just sit in silence. Dude, I fucking took Sounds three like hours to install that bitch. <laughs> it was awful, because you're sitting there, and, like, the, the specific wires, you have to, like, match them up, and then, like, coil them around each other, and then tape them around with electrical tape. Do you now have the knowledge to steal a car radio? I now have the no knowledge to steal it, and then put it back in, if I really want it to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll just put in a really shitty one and tape the nice ones, you know? Um, yeah, trade up, you know. Exactly. You, house. Know, you know how it is. Um, how about that your car? I'll give you my car radio if you give me your car radio. <laughs> we just fucking trade cars, car radios. <laughs> but dude, it takes so fucking long. God, it's, it's so yeah. fucking long to do shit like that. Um, what did anything else crazy happen this week? I mean, no, not really. I mean, today I did taxes. Oh, you did taxes. taxes. I still haven't done cringe. any taxes because my grandma does my taxes for me. <laughs> well, I didn't do them um, myself, but I went to H and R Block and they did taxes mm -hmm. for me. Nice. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah. My grandma has a has a kind of a. It's not really a business, but it's a thing she does, right? Where she, uh, where people pay her to do their taxes for for them. Because so she does a yeah. lot of people's taxes all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so for close family members, she just is like, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing ten people's taxes. Mm -hmm. I'll add you as well, and then I've got 11 people's taxes to Dope. do, and, you know, I don't have to pay her anything, uh, which is nice, but, yeah, so people pay her, and she does the taxes for for them, and it's, you know, she's good at it, she's quick with it, so, mm -hmm. I still haven't done my own taxes, I've just given all my stuff to her, so that's pretty cool, Dope. but one day I'll learn how to do it. <laughs> but I, they, they made it really painless, I just walked in there, gave them my paperwork, I'm gonna get all my tax returns, I'm gonna get it some pretty good money off tax returns, I'm pretty happy about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're a dependent, you don't get a whole lot. But like, this was the first year that I was able to file as an independent, um, and they gave me a couple thousand dollars extra in my tax return. That was really cool. That's dope. I'm gonna get um, like, I'm getting about five hundred on my tax returns this year, which is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, that's, that. that's 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 pretty consistent for how much I, I got like from my Yo. from my job. Yeah. Hey, bud. Hey. If you want more, I got more. I was gonna put more on it, but your mom was like, "Just see if he eats that first. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you. I love whenever people bring me food. It's very helpful. I'm not gonna eat because it's horrible for the mic. I and mean, I remember whenever we first used to record together, like like for the first like, I think on the fir it was only on the first fucking Homestuck 
episode but first like time stuck recording which is the first three episodes i think yeah exactly so i was sitting there and i was like eating because i didn't think it was going to be a big deal and all of a sudden like i listened to it back and i'm like Ehh. um yeah. well i cut most of that out so you know. but five uh, 500 for the past couple of years because i made i made like seven grand last year and the year before i made six grand um oh couple years really yeah because like the year before they told me i didn't need to file yet um Weird. Okay, I've uh, to be fair, I've never had to deal with taxes when I was a minor. Um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it's just what yeah, my mom, what how... the lady told us, and then the lady this year was like, "Yeah, we'll just file them both, and then you'll get it all back." And I was like, "Dope! I'll get a cool. check, check che- mailed. I'll get a check mailed to me." So that's pretty helpful. Um, nice. And then you that... have to open a bank account to cash it. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I, I mean, actually, I'm going to be 18 in less than two weeks. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Stop reminding me about this shit. Every fucking week I get reminded. This is awful. In fact, this episode goes up on YouTube the day before your birthday. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you guys are watching this on YouTube or listening to Spotify on Apple Music, etc., then, uh, and you are not a Patreon, uh, a patron, then uh, tomorrow is Jay's birthday. So wish him a happy early birthday in the comments, or if you're watching this a day late, wish, wish him a happy birthday. Um, speaking of our patrons, uh, if you are also watching this on YouTube, listening to Spotify. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like, yeah, it's your intro, so you have to do it. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I did, this is a good place to do it. Uh, good, good, good segue. Um, and you want to, you can support us on Patreon for $5 a month and get the next episode of this podcast right now. It's just there, both in audio and video form. Uh, you will get, if you do that, if you do pledge, I'm speaking awfully, let me try to revise the way I'm saying things. If you do manage to pledge $5, $5 a month or more on the Patreon, then you do get access to our episodes on the podcast one week early before they drop on YouTube and our podcast apps. Um... Now, if you don't have that much to support us but still want to give us something, you can give us a $1 and we'll still shout you out. Uh, special go. thanks to our one Patreon that we have, uh, Kazam. Our, well, it's Patreon, not Patreon. It sounded like you said our Patron. one Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I keep saying that sometimes, but, but I, 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 yeah, I know, I, I mean Patron. Um, I want, our one Patron is, uh, is Kazam, and thank, thank you very much, Kazam. You're a great person. We Love appreciate you. Kazam um, very much. And if you would like to get your name shouted out, you can also uh, pledge minimum one dollar a month for that um but also no need to support us at all financially if that's not what you want to do just watching this is enough uh leaving a like on youtube perhaps uh giving you a five-star review on spotify or apple music mm-hmm. um none of that's mandatory of course um but all these are, are ways you could you could support us as well if you don't have the money and would still like to um but yeah either way we love you all the same um regardless of of how you manage to support us so thank you guys so much yeah. So that yeah. that was pretty much my week. I don't think anything else really crazy <laughs> happened. I think that was pretty much it. I think I hit all the highlights. Nice. And I'm excited so, for break. <laughs> shall we get into the uh, to the, the meat, to the meat of the episode? Of the episode. Yeah. Before we do that, candy. I'm gonna open. Also, my, uh, I forgot. We forgot to mention this week we did our our uh, four thirteen yeah. stream. That was pretty dope. Yeah, we did the 413 stream. Yeah, let's talk about it real quick. Yeah, the 413 stream was was pretty fun. Um, it was short and sweet. Uh, not a lot of interruptions. It was a couple hours. Nice. That um, wasn't bad. Was that wasn't fun. bad. Yeah, I think that yeah, was, was like two a and really half hours. good stream. Yeah, uh, I personally had a lot of fun out of it. Um, yeah, me too. 
and it, it was kind of a nice bookend, you know, to, to celebrate 413 and just just like in that Homestuck playlist. Um, probably for good, there might be something added to it eventually in the future if like we decide to do something like the rest of the Paradox Space comics or something. Remember, but, like, like they, they, it's probably we, complete. We've already gotten one of those comments from a random person saying to finish the Paradox Space comics. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm sure we've already hit 10 likes by now. Um, that's well, we'll, we'll do it next 413. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we never said when we were going to do that, okay? Yeah, it could be 612, it could be 1025, it could be 1111, it could be 413 next year. Um, but yeah. How is 1111 significant to Homestuck? Uh, XX. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. Um, if you add 6 and 7, which are the two possible last names that kids mm-hmm. can have, you get... Um, no, you get thirteen. Um, oh, that's what it is. Uh, if you add all the all the all the um, Act Six Alpha kids na- letter like name letter like amount of letters in their name up, you get eleven, right? Yeah. Because uh, all their last names are seven letters, so four plus seven is eleven. Uh, anyways, before we jump into the meat and the potatoes, I'm going to uh, open up this drink I've got. It's, it's, a, it's a lime twist. Sun drops. Sun drops. It's a. <laughs> THC and seltzer, so this is uh, has 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 the weeds, um, but it's not not very much of it. Um, this isn't weed, but I didn't have any drops, beer. <laughs> I didn't have beer, so I wanted one of these. Pog. But anyways, uh, if you guys remember from last time or saw from the title, mm-hmm. um, we are talking about some old stories that we did. Yeah, just like old like little written projects that we had and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, would you like to? Um, yeah, either one. How do you want to structure this? I have no fucking idea. You're you're the planner, remember? Yeah, I didn't quite plan how to structure this, but we'll figure I it mean, out. Okay, I mean, yeah, I only have first. one big overarching story that's like physically down on a page. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll go first then. Okay. Um, here, I will share this window with you, cool. uh, and then I can just you know I can do the editing and post since I've got all access yeah. to all this. Um, so, this is my collection of old stories that I could find. I've got a lot more, um, I've got a lot more that I've made small things over the years and such, but, um, these are the ones that I could find on the drives that I still have access to and such. Um, all of them but one are very short, like a page, two pages max, Mm -hmm. um, and all of them except for one are untitled. Interesting. (laughs) Um... (laughs) This is the first. This is the first one that I could find. Uh, these are not in necessarily any order because I don't, except for like the the last one is the bigger one. Yeah. Um, but because I don't really know anything about these stories, but they are stories that yeah. I have written at one or beginnings of stories that I've written once upon a time. So I rem- I kind of remember the, the the idea behind this one. Um, do we want to do a dramatic reading of, of mine? Since it, do we I would love dramatic? to hear a dramatic reading. Okay. Or I could read it. Whatever. Go yeah. ahead. Looks like I'm almost home. I wonder what Mom's gonna do this time. I failed two classes this semester, and I barely passed the rest. I suppose I should try harder, but I don't really want to. School just doesn't make sense to me, I guess. A bunch of kids go to a big building where they sit for eight hours a day learning stuff they will probably never use. True. The bus stops at the front of my street. A couple other kids and I get up and waddle our way to the exit of the bus. As I approach my house, I notice that my mom's car isn't in the driveway. Woohoo! I almost yell aloud. I unlocked the front door and dashed straight into my room. It was the last day of the semester, and I needed some rest. Uh, then there's, like, a line break. Like yeah, a I'm listening. horizontal line. Mm-hmm. A few hours later, I'm awoken by my mother. 
She throws open the door. Kay, I got your report card today. Yeah, I manage a muffled voice, still half asleep. I can't believe you got all A's. You must have been working really hard this semester. <laughs> it's so hard to do good in school. It may be pointless, but you kind of need it if you want to do anything later in life. I worked my ass off this semester. I'm just glad it paid off. Yeah, Mom. Well, I'll let you rest. Remember, we've got a big event tomorrow, so don't sleep in too long. As she walks away, I can hear her talking to herself excitedly about tomorrow's plans. I lie awake for a bit, reflecting on how nice it was to have free time. I only get a week off before next semester, but I'm certainly not going to waste it. Tomorrow, however, is going to be a big waste of time. I don't understand how people can get excited over uh, when they visit family. Like, it's a whole bunch of adults you can barely remember talking to you about things you don't really want to talk about. Last time I went to one of these things, people kept bugging me the whole time. What do you want to do when you grow up, Kay? What college do you want to go to? Are you playing any sports? Do you have a girlfriend yet? Oh, how I hate family get-togethers. Well, I guess I can't really fight it. For now, I might as well get some sleep. And that is all I wrote of that story. Nice. Um, so, this was an interesting idea that I had that... Oh, first of all, writing could be better. Um, it isn't horrible, um, but there's definitely a lot, of, a lot of places that could be touched up. Um... As you've probably noticed, this has got like a weird, um, a weird like contradiction thing. We're up here. School doesn't make sense to me. Why should I try? Uh, I failed two classes, and then down here it's like, oh, you got all A's, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so there's this kind of dichotomy thing, and I kind of wanted to. My plan was to kind of fluctuate between two different realities. Yeah. I didn't have a conclusion. <laughs> Interesting. In mind. You just thought the concept in was interesting. <laughs> but I thought it fluctuated between realities and then develop a plot somehow through that um, by throwing the characters at it. Which might have worked had I written more than one page. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So that's the, that's the caliber of writing you can expect from me. Um, that's very fair. We'll, we'll give that a, a C. Yeah, that's a C, that's a C tier for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Oh god, this one. This is so edgy. This story. Vermont. This is all I've written of this story. Darkness loomed above me as I ran through the dense Vermont wilderness. I was only 11, yet I became a woman that night. No longer was I the pure, oblivious child my parents had held so dear. I was alone and afraid. I was unsure of myself and of the world. I didn't believe the things I had just seen. I couldn't believe them. I just sat there and watched a man chop my parents into tiny pieces in their bedroom, staining the carpet with the deep crimson, and I didn't do anything. Not until the man turned toward me. At that point, I ran faster than I ever have before, faster than I ever thought possible. I was afraid. All I could think of doing is running. I had to get away from there. We'll be all right. Don't you worry, Alice, my sister uh, comforted me. I'll always be with you. We can get through this. I could tell she was struggling to talk while running. I didn't respond. What happened tonight was horrible, she continues, but it's nothing we can't get through together. I stayed silent. I'm sorry, Alice. I kept running, dodging to trees as I went, despite the fact that my legs were shrieking with pain. It must have been the adrenaline, because I didn't care. Hmm. <laughs> See how edgy that shit is? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, this was loosely inspired by something that is a spoiler to you to say. Um, and it's... So the idea was that the person, like the main character, has some sort of mental illness, hmm. and um, and their sister, Alice's sister, isn't real yeah. and it's an imaginary friend, um, and that Alice was the one who killed her parents. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's terrifying. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was the plan for that that story, right? That's really uh, fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck, dude? Well, it would have been it would have been different. Yeah, no, the, and knows uh, knows what 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 I've ripped off here. Um, Is this something that but I'm going to be? Different. It would have been different. Is this um, something that I'm going to get a hold of story-wise at some point? Maybe. I don't know. It's certainly on one of the lists I've made, but... Fair. Uh, this one. This one is more fun. I, I like this one. Um, yeah, this one is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my vision is completely black. I'm pretty sure I'm awake, but I can't seem to open my eyes. I don't even remember falling asleep. The last thing I can remember, I was at work, in an old gas station near my house. It, it's strange that I don't remember driving home. I start to feel like I'm falling as I manage to open my eyes. Regaining my balance, I now see that, that I'm in what lo- looks to be an elevator. There doesn't seem to be any buttons, though I can definitely tell it's moving upwards. The elevator comes to a stop and the door opens, revealing a lobby of some sort, complete with one of those number things from the Secretary of State, or the DMV, um, Secretary of State's in Michigan, and probably other, maybe other places thing, but I know most places it's called the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, I slowly exit the elevator as I try to figure out where I am. I've never, re- I've never been here, yeah, I've never been here before. There are a few desk clerks to my left, currently busy working with people I assume took numbers. To my right is a wall that continues until the back of the room. Chairs are lined up all across the back wall. There are probably about 50 of them. I'd say about half of them are taken, maybe slightly less. I take a number from the machine. It reads K34. J62, one of the clerk calls out. It looks like I've got some time to waste. I walk up to an empty chair and sit down. 62 J's? That's a lot of people. (laughs) About a minute later, the elevator opens again. It's my coworker. I stand up to greet him. Joe, I say as I walk towards him. Sam, how you doing? He seems surprised to see me. Uh, what is this place? I ignore his question. Mine is more important. I was just about to ask the same to you. The last thing I remember was I was on my way to work. Uh, he was scheduled to leave me today. Sounds about right. The last thing I remember is being at work. We stand there in, oh, we stand there in silence for a few seconds. Oh, you should probably take a number. I gesture over to the ticket machine. Joe walks over and grabs a number. K35. Yeah, that's right after me. Where's it at now? J63, the clerk announces as if in response. Let's sit down. I lead the way to a group of empty chairs in the back. Hey, look at this. Joe reaches down to pick up a slightly wrinkled pamphlet somebody seemed to have dropped. Welcome to the afterlife. If you're reading this, you're dead. Somehow you kicked the bucket, and now you're here. Before we get any farther, don't worry, you aren't in hell. The afterlife works a bit differently than the heaven and hell idea you were probably raised on, but you'll learn all of that in time. For now, just take a number, remain calm, and wait for your number to be called. The clerk will then answer any questions you may have. And that's as far as I got in that so one. So you made, you made the afterlife the DMV? You're a prick. <laughs> yeah, bureaucracy. Oh, fuck that. Um, yes, and, and this, this, like, version of the afterlife is definitely, I took inspiration from a TV show that I like a lot. Um, but all of the rules of it would have been different. It's just I, I liked the idea of like a, a of a DMV style afterlife, making uh, bureaucracy and such. But if it's building. a DMV, then it is hell. <laughs> to some people, maybe. Fuck the DMV. Um. Ch- uh, so it's story number four. <laughs> <laughs> this was 
This is oh yeah, this is I had I, I finished chapter one in like a first draft of it, but it was like re- way too short, and I wanted to add more. And then I had like three lines of chapter two. Um, all right, this one was I remember this one. I think this one was one of the older ones. Ten years ago, I had an interesting idea. What if I could make a planet? Yeah, this is a bit much, I know, but I was thinking more along the lines of a ball of dust going through the same processes as Earth did four and a half billion years ago. Of course, this ball of dust could fit into the palm of your hand, and now if someone theoretically created this planet and looked at it under a microscope, could life develop on this planet? Could we communicate with it? Yeah, it's crazy, I know. So I'm going to make it crazier. If you could somehow shrink yourself, could you live on it? I decided I should do some research into the feasibility of such a thing. I spent the next 10 years uh, working on a way to do it. One of the most difficult parts of this whole thing is making sure the planet has sufficient heat. In our solar system, there's an area called the habitable, uh, habitable zone that is a certain distance f- uh, from the sun in each direction. In order for a planet to be able to sustain carbon-based life, it needs to be in that range. I've built a machine that theoretically will create a microplanet. It takes a specific measurement of dust that the user feeds into the machine and has it float inside a, cu- uh, a cube with side length of seven microplanets uh, so it's fit su- snugly in the center. It doesn't have any, any uh, supports, as that may be a bit troublesome for any potential inhabitants of the planet, so instead it's held together by artificial gravity created by the box. The box is built in heat and light systems to help emulate the Earth the best it possibly can. The heat system takes into account a couple factors, such as the time of day from the light uh, from the light system, the amount of heat the Earth gets from the sun, and the season the planet is currently experiencing. The light system supplies a different amount of light to the planet depending on the time of day. I think we're ready to pull the switch and finally see if this works, but at first I should call Dr. Hansel. He was my physics professor at university. He retired last year, so I told him about my project, which made him curious but doubtful. I pick up my cell phone and dial his number. Hello, he answers. Hey, Dr. Hansel, today's the big day. That's right, I'll be over. I'll be right over. And he hung up. Despite his doubtfulness, he's excited to see if it works. About a half hour later, Dr. Hansel knocks on my door. All he says is, let's do this, before he storms down the stairs to my lab. You ready? I stand by the lever with my hand uh, readied. He nods and I pull it. The machine starts to whir as we stare at it in anticipation. After what felt like a week, even though it was really about 10 minutes, a cube pops out of the machine as, as predicted. The cube has a strong transparent material to act as windows on each side so uh, we, can, we can watch the planet form. Dr. Hansel and I both stare at the cube with a dumbfounded look as the microplanet starts to turn into a ball of fire. As this is a prototype, I added some buttons on the cube to try to accelerate the time in the, in the cube. I decided to do so to skip to when the microplanet is actually habitable. May take a day or, two or so to form, I explain. That is to be expected. May I stay at your residence until it is complete? <laughs> yeah, May of course. Feel free to stay as long as you like, Dr. Hansel and, uh, Dr. Hansel and I decide to the leave the dialogue alone is perfect. Now and play a nice game of chess. It's, it's the perfect dialogue, yes. Even though Dr. Hansel was strictly a physics teacher and didn't like teaching anything else, he and I both love mathematics and philosophy, so our chess games must be pretty boring to the average person. We waste a couple hours taking our time with chess, discussing things from theoretical physics to famous moral dilemmas. If a train was coming at five people and you had the power to tra- change the track and have the train avoid those people, but then hit a baby you instead. the fucking you train doing? problem? Trolley the problem, of course. fucking trolley problem. I'm all for me using the trolley problem. Uh, would you leave it be and have, uh, have have five people die, or would you change the track and kill the baby? After a couple hours blabbering away, I'd we decide to call baby. it a night. I wake up to find that Dr. Hansel's already up with some coffee in the lab. How long have you been up? I ask him. 
About an hour now. Come over here, look at this. I walk towards the cube to discover that an Earth-like planet has formed inside. It works. And that is far as I've gotten in that story. I would 100% kill the baby in the trolley problem. No fucking question. <laughs> oh, that that story was like way, like horribly written and so much techno babble. <laughs> I love physics. So much bullshit though. science. Um, physics is so fucking complicated, dude. And I love it. <laughs> the final short one. Um, which I've actually I, there's there's some uh, strike through text here because it's bad and this is like the worst bit of text in the entire story, um, and I want to change it but I never did. It's also pretty edgy. Darkness. That's all I can see. Then light floods into my eyes. It stings for a moment, but only a moment. I hear someone's voice. I see you're up. I'm greeted by a tall figure. My vision is still blurry, so I can't work out all the details, but I'm pretty sure this figure is human. Where are we? I managed to make out. As far as I can tell, we're in some sort of interrogation room? Interrogation room? Yeah, it seems like we've been put here by someone. Do you remember your name? I think about it for a while, but I can't seem to come to any conclusions. No, I don't. It figures. I haven't been able to remember a single detail about my life before all this. I managed to look around the room. All of the walls are gray, with the dark metal door in one of them. The room is shaped like a traditional square. And then this is the bad, like the worst line. Me, always being the overthinker in the family, quietly asked, why can we still speak if we don't remember anything? Wait a minute, how did I know that I was the overthinker in my family? Um, I need to completely change that line, but it's okay. Well, it's simple. Skills like language, riding a bike, and walking have been ingrained into our brains practically since birth, so naturally they are our strongest memories, and therefore are powerful enough to seep through. Well, then why aren't other powerful memories seeping through? There's no reason they shouldn't. You may still have some. I realized this is why I remember being the, the family of a thinker. I think I was interrupted by the door opening. I see you two are awake. Grumbles. No, that's no, that's not that voice. I see you two are awake. Grumbles a deep, dry voice. Do you remember? Do you two remember anything? Not a thing. Not a thing, I say. The other person nods in agreement. Who are you? How about you call me? And that's as far as I got with that story. That's so funny. <laughs> and that is most of my stories. I do. I, there's actually another one that I have that I forgot about that I will also show. Um, should we get into one of my long ones or should we try to switch over to yours? Uh, I'll let you go because it just for continuity's sake going through all yours first and then we can get to my big one Okay This was um Okay, so this is this is a little interesting So this was the kind of biggest story that I had planned to do at one point and I didn't get very far But I did get farther than like anything else um, I've done this story. This is called I called this quad initially Q-U-O-D, which is I don't know some like filler word in Latin um but I had this plan for a for a four book series, a quadrilogy, right? Um, and each book was gonna be named something that started with a letter that's in quad, right? Mm -hmm. So the first book was gonna be quad quintessence, and the second was be gonna be quad oblivion. Oh, sorry, sorry, ubiquitous. The third one's oblivion, the fourth one's dystopia. Mm -hmm. uh, that was my original plan. I made a graphic. For um for book one volume one look look at this, mm -hmm. quad quintessence. I was actually quite proud of that graphic. Uh, yeah. Oh, can you see it? Maybe you can't see it. I can't see the graphic now. Sorry, excuse me. Um, I'll just do that. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, I remember yeah. you ta- telling me about this when we first started talking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't get very far in the story, but um, it is it is quite 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 a story. Um, I, I had this thing. Okay, so this was loosely inspired um, in terms of a, a structure. Structure-wise, it was loosely inspired by the Game of Thrones books. Um, Content-wise, not at all. Um, but what I mean is specifically in in A Song of Ice and Fire in a Game of Thrones uh, series, mm-hmm. um, the perspective the perspective switches between a bunch of different characters every chapter, right? Yes. So I wanted to do that kind of idea. I wanted to tell kind of a grand like story about this huge thing that's happening and mm-hmm. jump between a whole bunch of different characters' perspectives in different situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did is I wrote five prologues. <laughs> Um, that came before the books, each one from a different one of the main characters' viewpoints, um, or a different one of like an important characters' viewpoints, and then, and then, and then, yeah, and then from there I just continue, right? So, the, so the, the five prologues I got, the fifth one I actually rewrote once, so I've got two versions of prologue five. <laughs> the first one is not canon, um, but yeah, the prologues are supposed to be pretty short, relatively. Yeah. So, the first prologue... Uh, <laughs> you really shouldn't kill him, brother! I yelled towards him. You'll regret it! Here I am, standing in the middle of what's, what was once a peaceful cornfield, trying to stop my brother from killing a daemon. How did I get myself into this? The daemon makes, makes a high-pitched squeal as my brother stabs his knife into him. Why did you do that? You know what will happen! A strange light shoots up from out of the ground, extending infinitely into the sky, forming a crater. What's that? My brother asks in concern. It's not good, that's what it is, I replied starkly. I told you not to kill him. It's a daemon, why would I show him mercy? Sorry, it's, sorry, it's a demon, why would I show him mercy? A daemon. He was a daemon, not a demon. This is why we always get into these mess- messes, brother. You don't pay attention to anything I try to tell you. You told me about the underworld, about the demons, what else? I sigh. I explained to you almost everything there is to know about the underworld and the demons, Jonas. I'm getting tired of my brother calling them demons. Oh, yeah, demons are genetically this. engineered yeah, species, and demons belong in fairy tales. Yeah. Our feud is interrupted by another beam of light coming out of the same crater. This time, instead of shooting up infinitely, it bends down to hit a patch of land near us. What's happening, sis? I rolled my eyes. You'd already know that if you just listened to me earlier. The light stream is temporarily interrupted by a group of four daemons walking out of it with fire in their eyes. Listen, the daemon soldiers' feelings and thoughts are connected to a single consciousness. Huh? My brother replies with a blank expression on his face. Ah, basically the daemons know what each other what each other daemon is thinking and feeling to a lesser extent. After you kill that daemon, the others felt it too. They know you've killed a part of their team and they're coming for revenge. So you're telling me they're here to kill me now? Y- yeah, sort of. Well, what are we going to do? My brother panics. I suggest a response that harkens back to our childhoods. Run like hell. <laughs> and that's where that prologue ends. Um, Interesting. Just, a, just an introduction to Sam and Jonas. Um, actually, Sam, um, the, the main character's name, her name's Sam, and it wasn't actually in this prologue mentioned at all, but that's okay because it's obvious later. Now, switching perspectives... Prologue 2. I've rewritten this one a few times. Um, I think this is the best version, but I, 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 I don't remember which. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, These daemons aren't exactly up to our agreement, are they? She says in an evil tone. I'm sorry, ma'am. It won't happen again. You have my word. 
I managed to say. I'd better not. I want another wave of demons by tomorrow, and they need to be at least twice that of the agreement. T twice? It's already hard enough to make them as we previously demanded. Don't argue with me, mortal. I can replace you in an instant. Do you want to live? Uh, of course, my lady. Then you will do as, as well to meet my demands, she says while walking away. Uh, what's, what's her problem? She demands the impossible, and when we fail to meet her standards, she just raises them. We are only human scientists, after all. What does a goddess like her expect from us? I return to the transport to teleport back to my laboratory. How did it go? My partner Gregory says in a worried tone of voice. She didn't kill me, so that's something. I try to lighten the mood. Good point. <laughs> Anyways, we should get right to work. We need to deliver a wave of demons twice the terms of the agreement. But that's impossible. I know, but we have to try. How about you start working on the elixir and I'll start in the containers? Sounds good. And Thomas? Yes, I reply. If either of us don't survive tomorrow, I want you to know it's been a pleasure working with you. I detect a somber tone in his voice. Yeah, it certainly had its moments. I manage to smile. <laughs> so that's a little taste of what's going on over there. Yeah. That part of the world. Prologue 3. Squadrons 8 and 9, come with me! I ordered my squadrons to follow me through the, to, to the capital. Someone needs to make the journey, after all. Yes, Commander! I'm proud of them. They're so enthusiastic about everything they do. My squadron and I step out of the barracks and feel the heat of the core on our faces. The core is at the very center of the planet. Its rays reach out and brush against every part of the underworld. I look up at the beautiful red sky, clutching a glimpse, catching a glimpse of the north barracks. They've got it good over there, I think aloud. I suppose it's our fault because we spent most of the fun, our fun on, on the equipment and <laughs> let out a little laugh. Uh, why are we going to the capital? Well, a demon from XN-427 was killed, and the rest of the squadron was sent to eradicate the humans responsible. We're going to the capital to report this to the king. That's not all we're going for. I've also been sent to give his majesty the sample he had requested from the surface. I still don't understand why he wanted it, but it isn't my place to question his, his majesty's objectivity. Couldn't you have just sent him a radio message? Yeah, but this is more fun. I'm glad the demons aren't too bright. <laughs> Ooh, fun! It's gonna be a long walk. <laughs> so this follows a daemon commander, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Which is pretty fun. And then Prologue 4, which I don't like, but I never ended up rewriting, um, is kind of very bad. And not, like, well, this race... Oh, shit. <laughs> this race that is... Um, I'll tell you, vengeance. Vengeance in this prologue is the uh, the evil goddess from Prologue Two. Yeah. Um, that race is probably the weakest part of the story, and I would love to just like keep some other aspects and change that. But anyways, they're all named after like abstract nouns. Yeah. Um, why must you do this, vengeance? I do this for the same reason as I do everything else. Forgiveness. She responds. What do you plan to do? What you plan to do would destroy the mortal realm. Even I, Lord of Forgiveness, couldn't forgive this. Why should I care about the mortal realm? It's not like I live in it. This isn't what she would have wanted. She would have! She interrupts. She wouldn't have wanted an entire realm to fall for her sake. The mortal realm wasn't important to her, nor is it to I. I'm doing this. Not only will I be able to see her again, but I'll be able to get revenge on those who took her from us in the first place. Vengeance walks away in frustration before I can respond. I yell hopelessly after her. You can't bring her back. Mercy cannot be created from genocide. She doesn't care. She's going to do it anyways, and I can't do anything to stop her. Interesting. Uh, at, and then prologue five. 
the bad prologue five that is not canon. <laughs> I glance out the window only to see a tiny green creature that looks at, like looks human. Sorry, looks almost human playing with my grandkids. I've seen some pretty strange things in my life, but this is definitely one of the strangest. Hey, you kids all right? Of course, Grandpa. We just met a new friend. Oh, that's nice, Peter. Where'd he come from? He came up from the ground. Isn't that cool? Maybe old, but I'm not stupid. I walk out of the house to confront this creature only to find a hole in my yard with no trace of it or the kids. Peter? Andrew? I call out. I drop a small nearby pebble into the hole to see how far a drop it is. After about 30 seconds of silence, I realize how bad the situation really is. Before I can think about what to do, something from behind pushes me into the hole. Feels like I've been falling forever. I was frightened for the first bit, but now I'm straight up going crazy. After what seems like an hour, I finally land on some sort of object. It's obviously made of something I didn't know existed because it completely negated all of my momentum without even a bounce. More of these green creatures show up, and I, and I ask them what the place is. Where are my grandkids? I add as well. This is your new home, and your grandkids are here too. One of the creatures responds. What are you going to do with us? I'm not sure. Whatever vengeance does with the captured humans. Before I could say anything in response, my mouth is presumably sealed shut. I can no longer open it to form words. The creatures ex escort me to a large room with, a with about 30 people in it and a large jewel on the far wall. In you go, one of the creature says and pushes me into the room after sealing the door behind me. The jewel starts to grow glow and I hear an ear-piercing screech before losing consciousness. That is a bad prologue, but that is a, a prologue that I had written at one point and I erased to create a better one. <laughs> um, there is another little section here that's, uh, that's crossed out that I wanted to change, but most of this um, I remember enjoying. <clears throat> okay. Rob, you're with me. If we're gonna do this, we have to plan it carefully. Zoe, you can go with Darren and distract her while Rob and I sneak through the back of the palace. Understood, Zoe replies as Darren nods. They start walking towards the entrance to the palace. You do understand that this may not work and we could all potentially even lose our lives. Zoe and Darren look back at me with a solemn yet understanding expression, then continue to make their ways towards the palace. We've all agreed to this, Rob starts. They won't blame you if it goes wrong. We all recognize that the risk we're taking is well worth the potential outcome. If it goes well, I reply, lacking the optimism the others seem to have. When it goes well, Rob corrects. We sneak around the palace to the back and enter through the second floor window. Who are you? The daemon raises his weapon at us. Who are we? We are your worst nightmare, Rob snickers. That's rather cliche of you to say, I respond as Rob throws a dagger at the demon, killing him. Rob shrugs. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> Did it live up to your expectations? Rob thinks for a bit. You know, actually, not, not really. I, put, I pat her on the back. Next time, be a little, little more creative, will ya? We continue through the back of the palace when we finally reach Vengeance's chamber. If everything's gone according to the plan, Zoe and Darren should have managed to distract her by now, so the room should be empty. I raise my gun just in case as Rob opens the door. My eyes go wide as Vengeance turns around to see who just opened the door to her chamber. I've been expecting you. Her voice is brittle and dead. It gives me an unnerving feeling every time I hear it. Why? And then this is, this is the part that I don't like here. Why am I here and not entertaining your little friends? Funny story, actually. As soon as they saw me, they got down on their knees begging for their lives. I decided it'd be entertaining to put them in cages for a little while. Vengeance presses a button on her desk and a wall panel moves to reveal Zoe and Darren locked up behind it. You bitch! I yell. Thinking about it, I probably shouldn't have said that. Is that any way to talk to your goddess? I would never bow down to someone like her, 
Number one, you aren't my goddess. Number two, you are a bitch. And number three, give my friends back before I hurt you. Vengeance lets out a laugh. This isn't gonna end well, is it? All of a sudden, I can no longer move. I'm still standing and everything, but I cannot move my arms or legs. It's a very weird feeling. My heart races faster than it ever has before as Vengeance slowly walks towards me with a smug expression. I try to speak, but nothing comes out. My eyes go wide as Vengeance places her hands around my neck. With a loud snap, my vision goes black. Those were all of the prologues for my for my cool my story. Did you have like then, an um, overarching idea that you had planned? Like, oh yeah, and, and I do have like a couple more a couple more chapters um, here, cool. which I feel like reading is probably a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna read all six of these chapters. Um, but the highlights are. Sam and Jonas, the first chapter is Sam one, so Sam and Jonas are continuing their situation. Uh, they, fi- they find an old shack while they're running, they run to the shack and they bar the doors. Um, hear the demons pounding on the walls of the shack, because they've caught up. After a while, Jonas asks if we're, in here, if we're in here long enough, will they leave? It's very unlikely. Those demons are created to be the perfect soldiers. Among other things, they don't tire out. It's probable that they'll wait there forever if we died here. Jonas' face lights up. He jumps out of his chair and reaches for a shovel. That's it! We tricked the Naamans into waiting here forever! You mean, die? I know I'm usually the smart one, but I guess I'm a little late in understanding my brother's train of thought. Not die, we disappear, blah blah blah, etc. So they dig a hole under the shack and dig out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they manage to escape, run, but then are lost and don't remember how to get home. Uh, they manage to find a road. Mm-hmm. Is this Lakeview? Jonas asks me. Probably, but I can't be certain. I guess we should just pick a direction and walk. Wait, there's a car coming. Jonas walks out to the edge of the roadway and sticks his thumb up. I'm not sure that's a great idea. Um, Jonas, I protest, but it's pointless as the car stops near Jonas. Where is it your children are off to? Middle-aged man sits in the driver's seat. Actually, we don't... I start. Just a maple if you don't mind. Jonas interrupts me. I still don't think it's a good idea, but I guess it's better than nothing. It's on my way. You, you kids go ahead and get in. I don't know. I don't know what I was writing. Jonas jumps in the passenger seat while reluctantly, reluctantly getting one of the back seats. Blah, blah, blah. They, they get home. Um, there's this email uh, that Sam types up for, to, to a person named Brian. Um... We, we walk up the house and let ourselves in, careful not, to not accidentally wake anyone who happens to be asleep. The first thing I do is run over to my computer to message Ryan. I can't just tell him about the stuff over email, though. After some de- self-deliberation, uh, just just be deliberation, honestly, I came to a conclusion. I sent the following message. Ryan, hello, what have you been up to? Are you free tomorrow? If so, it'd be cool to see you. You can get, us a, get, get some coffee or go to a bookstore or whatever. You could decide. And then there's some numbers here, right? Uh, and this is great, because if you, if you now... Um, if you now pick the 49th character, which... I don't know which it is, but... Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to do this right now, but there's some code if you pick the 49th character, then the 2nd, then the 11th, then the 10th, then the 1st, then the 76th, then the 42nd, then the 5th, and the 25th. Uh, like, those characters, then it spells a different message, and it's like... Um, meet at some place, you know? Cool. Like, it's a, a hidden message. 
Nice. The Samson's through. Pretty clever, isn't it? Ryan and I came up with the system as a way of communicating in secret. I hope he still remembers how to use it. We haven't exactly done this since seventh grade. Um, Thomas goes in a whole thing. Uh, so, so Thomas and Gregory uh, have a giant conversation about um, their work for uh, for vengeance and kind of a hint into what they're doing. Um, so they have a conversation about why they're helping vengeance. Um, Gregory says they have they have his son, mm-hmm. uh, and if he doesn't help, they'll kill his son. Thomas says that he's not as noble as Gregory, and he's just here because he doesn't want to die. Um, they're using doing some machinery stuff, making some daemons, um, trying some new stuff with the daemons. Rowentgens of gamma radiation. Oh yeah, I wrote like actual science here for like how much radiation would kill somebody. Yeah. Interesting. Between 2,000 and 10,000 Rowentgens of gamma rays would kill a person as little as minutes and as much as a day. Um, so basically what they do is they try to... Oh, shit. Undo. They try to uh, sur- like survive by, um, by innovating and creating daemons that are... That are that while they're not up to the agreement, they're like different and they're unique and Vengeance would be excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this daemon ends up being blue instead of green, which is weird. And then um, Thomas explains that touching one of these daemons would expose you to 5,000 Rowan per second and you can see how deadly that is. Um, basically, if you touch this daemon, you're dead. Um, so that's kind of, a, a, you know, trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they talk to Vengeance she is like this may be useful however there's you've still messed up um, and then it switches perspective to Gregory Gregory um, and security breach Thomas and then Thomas is like, please just give us one more day. And Vengeance is like, I will not tolerate this. Maybe it'll work better with a new partner. And then Gregory, and then, no, Gregory's a great partner. He can, I mean, he helps me with a lot. With the, I can, and then um, blah, blah, blah. Vengeance captures Gregory and escorts him. Pushes him through a portal. Um, they say in you go a lot. And you go, yeah, they do, I guess. Um, yeah, here we go. Yeah, Thomas, he's trying to look at me. You're arguing with a goddess. You won't win the fight. Uh, I accept my fate. If I freak out now, I'll surely be killed right here. Soldiers, capture the human. The, the newly made daemons surround me, and in, ensuring it isn't humanly possible to escape. You, f- you foolish human. If you knew where you were going, you'd beg for death. She's not lying. Vengeance doesn't lie. I start to struggle and shout, but it's not going to help. The daemons... And the demons have me. I, I can't possibly attempt to escape now. All right, and then through here, where are you taking me? My voice shakes. Or here it says, I follow the portal to what looks like a cave. There are three demon soldiers here to meet me. They escort me out of the cave, uncovering the beautiful red sky. I'm in the underworld, though to be honest, I don't. I didn't think it would be this red. The sky, the rocks, even the grass is colored red. Where are you taking me? My voice shakes. I'm trying and failing to not sound afraid. Shut up, the demons move me to the ground, blah, blah, blah. I think to myself a bit about what my fate could be. Death? No, Vengeance said I would beg for death if I knew what it was. I guess it could be the anxiety of what's to come, but that doesn't seem like her. Torture? 
That is more to be afraid of than death, that's for sure. But why? Why would she torture me? It's not like I have any information I could give her. My thoughts are interrupted by the sight of my son. No, I cry out. Don't hurt him. I'll do anything. Could be blackmail. Tad, he screams through his tears. I'm here, son. I shout back in desperation. The bloodied blade of a dagger emerges from my son's chest. I look up to see someone, a, a human, standing behind him with a devilish grin covering his face. I tried to call out to him, but it came out as an unintelligible howl. I tried to say something, but I can't. I tried to form a coherent thought, but I, I can't. I tried to look at the bastard who killed my son, but I can't. I, I can't see anything. I, I can't hear anything. I can't smell anything. I can't taste anything. I, I can't feel anything. Anything but an emptiness deep in my heart that I can't imagine ever outliving. <laughs> Fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> a little edgy. A little bit. I wake up in a bright room. Someone is looking down upon me. It's him. The memories of my son's death come flooding back. That's the bastard who killed my son. I almost hear the anger in my thought. Look who finally decided to wake up. He walks away. To get something, I would guess. I've been wanting to meet you ever since I met your son. Don't you dare talk about him! I manage a muted shout. He laughs maniacally. You're in no position to make threats, Gregory. I can't think of anything to say. He walks back toward me with something in his hand. I would like to show you some of the toys your son loved to play with when he was alive. I instantly realize what he means. The bastard tortured my son, didn't he? He smirks as he raises his hand and forcefully jabs the object in his hand into my chest. I scream. With a full grin this time, he raises his hand and forcefully jabs the object to my chest for a second time. I scream. He lets... He lets out a laugh as he continuously jabs into, his, into my chest, over and over and over and over. I scream. I writhe in agony as this man continues to torture me for what feels like an eternity, when finally my body gives in and I pass out. <laughs> a little edgy. <laughs> it's a little bit. Yeah, you know. Um, but, you know, that was a thing. I think that was the longest one that I did. Yeah, because these, these, these weren't finished, I think. Yeah. Uh, Luke was fun. So Luke is uh, the name of uh, the Daemon Commander. Mm -hmm. So the Daemon Commander, which we heard about in Prologue 3, um, actual name is a Daemon Commander LK37, right? Because in Prologue 3, we noticed that uh, it was a Daemon from XN42-7, right? So the naming conventions are two letters, uh, a number, and then another number. Uh, so the squadron is the final number, right? Yeah. The commander yeah. is the middle number, and the like. Um, the general is the first number. Mm -hmm. So Luke is a Damon commander under General LK, um, and thirty-seven is his commander number, uh, and he would control squadrons LK thirty-seven one to yeah. LK thirty-seven nine. Um, so suddenly a hooded figure grabs onto me, and the next thing I know, I'm in a bright white room. My da my Damons are nowhere to be found, and then blah blah. blah oops figure from earlier takes off their hood to reveal themselves as a human female who looks like they're in their late teens. Mm -hmm. That's odd. My name is Sam. Sorry for the kidnapping thing. I just thought it would go over a lot better for you this way. Oh, it's Sam. Mean, go over? Right? Like, how the fuck did Sam get here? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, Underworld, blah, blah, I can help you with that. Um, it's a bit of a long name. How about I call you Luke? Uh, would you do me a favor? Chance to be piece, put, put, I put it on, and the clips of my ear, it disappears. What is it? Uh, it's stealth transceiver. When you're at the King Damon's castle, I can hear everything you uh, you hear and say to this device. Is that all right? Blah, blah, blah. I want the king know, not if you act normal. I expect me to trust you. 
hands me a handwritten note because you told yourself to trust me. Sure enough, the note is telling me to trust myself, written in my handwriting. Hmm. Etc. Right? Yeah. So that's a little, little curious. The next uh, in the Sam, the Sam uh, thing, we got Sam too. Um, they park at some coffee shop. Oops. Park at some cafe. Uh, they go in, order. Um, they, uh, Ryan gets there, they drive to the shack. Um, um, Sam's like, you gotta see, you gotta see this. Walks into the shack, um, and they find this crystal, this jewel on the wall. They touch it. So, uh, oh, yeah, Sam says, touch this. I'm under the crystal. Ryan hesitates. Are you sure? If I didn't believe me, I tease. He touches the crystal and vanishes in a flash. I laughed to myself before following him. Um, so they, they vanish and go somewhere. Then Robin, which this, is, this was unfinished as well, but um, Quinn, I run towards him, reaching out for any hope of saving him, I, I can gather, trying hard to deny the fact that he's already dead. This is a continuation of Prologue 5, of course. Yeah. Vengeance turns toward me. Before she can say anything, I sprint, to the way, I sprint out the way I came, quickly turning my head to give a solemn look of promise to Darren and Zoe. Damons, bring her to me, Vengeance calls after. She's rather certain she'll be able to catch me, but unbeknownst to her, I'm from the Fae. I have a four, one of her Damons is about to catch me. I close my eyes. Robin, you're back already. My master seems confused, as he should be. I told him I'd be gone for the better part of a month less than a week ago. How'd the mission go? Quinn's dead, I reply. Vengeance saw us coming from a mile away. Master Tento's expression shifts without delay. I see. He ambles over to a nearby chair and takes a seat. Darren and Zoe. Taken prisoner by vengeance. On the bright side, she doesn't have a reason to kill them, so a rescue is still on the table. That's as far as I got there. So, that's as far as I've written. Yeah. But some basic ideas for, like, what some of these things were. Um, Sam from this, this area is actually Sam from the future. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I plan on happening is Sam is entering the uh, the underworld with um, with Ryan and Jonas yeah. here, um, and they're gonna meet up with um, well they're gonna find their way to this um, uh, what is it? I don't actually remember what it was gonna be. Somebody was in trouble. I don't remember who was in trouble. Oh, Gregory was in trouble. Gregory. Yeah, that's right. They were gonna they were gonna save Gregory. Yeah. So Gregory was in trouble. Uh, Sam and the gang were gonna kind of come up, come up in that area, and and uh, and Luke was also uh, gonna be going to that area on the way, um, and that's where Future Sam was gonna come in, save Gregory, but then Future Sam was gonna die, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So as the reader, you're like, oh shit, Sam died here, but Sam's still alive over there. So what's going on? Uh, and it kind of just like guarantees that in the future, when Sam goes back and does this, that is how she dies. Yeah. Um, and there's some other stuff that I can't think of right now with this with this story, but that's the general that's the general idea uh, behind the story. They're, oh yeah, the uh, these creatures are from some other realm, which is kind of like a fourth dimensional space away. Mm-hmm. The Fae is another fourth dimensional space away area with fairies and elves and stuff, and those can shift between realms much easier than people from the mortal realm, etc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's 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 it. That's really all my stories. Um, I guess there is the one more, but that's the one that I'm like kind of currently writing. So, I I won't share that right now. But yeah, whenever you get to a point where you can share it, we'll probably end up talking about it. Yeah. Anyways, that was that was a lot of of me talking about the story. Um, yeah. 
lot of me talking a bit and reading some of these stories. Uh, it took quite a while, actually. Um, so, my writing is interesting. It's uh, not, not great. Sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's not. Um, and how I feel old like were you I, when I, you wrote all this, or is this like all like throughout the past? Oh, it was, it was sometime in high school, but it could be anywhere from freshman year to senior year, so I have no yeah. idea. It, they're definitely older than senior year, but um, definitely a few years at least, but probably like five, six. Yeah. Um, in any case, I found that this kind of writing style that I have, which it seems to be present tense and first person, um, way better suits audio dramas, which is why the story that I'm currently writing is an audio drama. Cool. Um, which is nice. <sighs> Gosh, I've been talking for so long, I need some drinks. That's a very fair point. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, to be honest with you, friend. Quick, quick check up on, on you. Yeah, I'm doing good. I was just listening. Yeah. Any thoughts? I think these are, I think that they're really interesting. I think once if you flesh them out more, then it'll make a lot more sense. Yeah, my brain comes up with weird stories. <laughs> that, I don't think it's a bad thing either. I just think that you need to. It just needs to be more fleshed out in, for, in order for it to make more sense. You know. Yeah, I have to write more than a page, of course. Yeah, you have to write more than a page, and then like. Like once that happened, plus whenever you're paraphrasing a whole story, it's really hard to get like the gist of like pace and stuff like that. So yeah, it's really yeah. hard to, to form an actual opinion. But the I like the concept a lot, is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I am very excited for audio drama stuff because that would be because when I get like good scripts of that, then I would love to share some of those with you. Yeah, that would be um, good. I have been working on some of the early episodes, off and on for the past few years. Yeah. Um. But I've worked on it most, re- like, relatively recently. Yeah. Um, it's an outer space one. It's pretty cool. I'm quite, I'm quite happy with it. Hell yeah. So you said yours was, like, on, like, written? Yeah, it's like, written. Handwritten? Like, no, not handwritten. It's on a Google Doc that's sitting right in front of me. Oh. Okay, okay. Sounds good. So, how do you want to tell us about your story? Well, I'll probably at least, like, read the, the prologue. Um, yeah, definitely read some of it. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. we can't read the whole hundred and something pages. It, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> um, let me share my screen. Let's, let's read Jay's story. New series on the channel. Jay's story. Can you, uh, can you see that? Are we good? Yep. Cool. When so, this comes. was my story that I... Like, I spent a good three months on in middle school. Um, I didn't really get that much time with it because I was working with a few other people, but then I grew apart from those people, so we never ended up, like, finishing it or anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, like... Makes sense. Uh, I want I need to explain the concept before the fu- I read the prologue because the prologue's not going to make any sense because my name's in the prologue and people are going to be like, why the fuck are you self-inserting? And I'm like, listen, man, it makes sense, okay? <laughs> um, there were... That I was writing with the characters being a lot of the people that were in my life at the time. Um, I ha- the the main character from the very beginning of the sh- uh, I almost said show the beginning of the book was a past version of myself, like mm-hmm. like the version of myself from before this, you know, um, like and then the also the the current version of myself who was there at this point was also a character like the eighth grade version of myself and also like 
the past version of myself who was also the same age as myself. It gets really confusing. The okay. past version <laughs> name was Joseph, and then Jay was me. Um, wow, you're a... Uh, you know... <laughs> it's, this, this, this past, present stuff kind of sounded like Homestuck to me. It was... I. This was way before Homestuck, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, this was before I'd even heard of Homestuck, so you can't, I, you can't yeah. say I'm copying jack shit. No, I know, um, I know, I'm joking. But, um, like, there wasn't any time travel business. It's just, like... They were, these two characters were representing different points in my life. Like Joseph yeah. was the point in my life before before I was that a lot more sense. comfortable with myself. Whereas Jay was like that current version of myself who was like amazing and felt like he fucking ran the <laughs> amazing. World. Um, yeah, exactly. No, eighth grade version of myself isn't that amazing, but he thought he was amazing. Is the point? Um, <laughs> but uh, it was like a, a bit of a horror thing. Like, have you ever? Uh, of course, you know stories like it and stuff, where like there's this big monster and all the kids are like yeah, running yeah, for their yeah, life. Yeah. It's kind of like that, yeah. but like my own little twist on that kind of trope thing. Um, nice. So anyway, now that that's all out of the way, um, it's coming. I thought as the figure started towards me, it was large and it was guarding my only exit. My only chance was to stand my ground and wait for an opening. I had nothing to defend myself with, which made my chances of survival slim. I'm not even sure how I got into this situation. All I remember is waking up here with this figure as my captor. The figure came closer. It's giving me my first real look at it. The human-like creature was like a solid shadow, but it didn't bother me until I looked at its face. Its face was messed up and it looked mutilated. The eyes were the only thing intact. Those eyes were almost glowing, staring into my soul. Those eyes made my blood run cold. It was almost like at that time points at that point time slope bleh i didn't write it badly i just stuttered um the shadow moved toward me giving me the opening i needed i started running towards the exit as the creature grabbed for me but i wasn't fast enough the creature was holding me pulling me towards it it was par i was paralyzed with fear then the creature looked me in the eyes a line of thoughts ran through my head at that moment i thought mom's not going to be happy about this as well as what my friends would think then my last thought was getting killed by a monster what a way to go out Jay would think this was priceless. Then I closed my eyes in defeat, and I knew no more. Um, this was a dream sequence. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you don't open the book and straight up fucking off the bat off your fucking protagonist. Um, hey, I mean, in Prologue 5, I offed one of the characters. That was the perspective of, so... That's very fair. Um, and, but, you know, I offed, like, the main character, like, immediately after that as a future version of that. No, it wasn't Joseph, it was John. This The past version of myself's mm -hmm. name was John. This is sounding more and more like Homestuck every second. Oh, shit. <laughs> Listen, man, <laughs> this was made in eighth grade. I completely forgot about this story up until, like, we started talking about, talking about old stories. Um, mm -hmm. So, basically, the premise was this character went to school with the other version of myself and all the of the people that were in my life at that time that monster thing makes plays later on in the story it's a lot of like me running around getting up running to school talking to like the people as i always would anyway um it gets interesting at a certain point because later on in the story i'm not sure exactly when um the the past version of myself john he fucking gets murked like straight up fucking killed. I think was it's within oh, the first two or three chapters. This is the 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 school didn't like it whenever they ended up reading this, um, because I was doing it on a school computer, you know. Um, <laughs> so uh, I I actually went up, ended up having to go to like a, a therapist because they thought that I had like something wrong with me because I killed one of my characters. Um, oh come on! Most, yeah, that's what, like most writers kill their characters. That's what I'm saying. But the school system didn't believe me. My mom was pissed when we had to go do all that. Um, but the, 
But later on, it's it, after uh, Original Me was murdered. Original Me is a cool song by Youngblood, by the way. But uh, after he was <laughs> murdered, like, like then Present Me took over the, the narrative. Like, he was the protagonist, which was really interesting. And the pr- people I was writing with were like, are you sure this is a good idea to straight up switch perspectives at, like, th- uh, not even this far into the book? And I'm like, listen, man, I just didn't like that character anymore, so I murked him. <laughs> and Yeah, and, I mean, it's it's... Yeah, it's not, like, that's totally valid. Like, I think it would be interesting to write around it more. Like, I feel like if you're going to have a perspective switch like that, then it should either be, like, very early on, or it should be, like, exactly halfway in the book. Exactly. Exactly. And I thought early on was better, because I I thought, I wanted to add drama, so I I murdered a character. And then, like, we had to go through the funeral procedures. Like, it was very in-depth. Everything was like very like calculated yeah. about how to get from point A to point B, and having yeah, other mur- people sitting there writing with me was very helpful with that process. Murdering the protagonist is a fantastic trope that needs to be used more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but but it was honestly therapy for me re- writing this book because like I'd write about what was on my mind and the people I was writing with would think write about what was there on their mind. So like there'd be characters ranting about horrible things that happened to them and it actually did happen to people. So that's why I can't read every little detail because then it gets a little personal yeah. for people. Um, but after after a certain point, the monster, I came up with like, like we, we talked about it, had this like Latin name for it. It was like a shit it's in here some umbra mortis was what it was called the shadow of death mm. which i thought was really cool i really liked that name a lot umbra, um, mortis. umbra mortis yeah it was fucking badass right um it was it was scary like imagine yeah. like a huge shadow creature that like haunted your dreams and like if it physically got a hold of you you fucking died and like there's huge stakes involved in everything like i thought that was insane um and then, like, like later on within the story, see, it's so fucking long. Like, I, I sp- like current me spoke at past me's funeral processions and, like, stuttered a whole bunch because I had a huge social anxiety at the time, so I wrote it in. Um, moved on eventually because, like... And then it killed my mom. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. And I had to stay at a friend's house after that because, like, I was staying with somebody else for a minute. And then, like, I had a dream that the, like, and I could see, like, the perspective of the shadow monster whenever I slept, which I thought was really cool. And it, like, showed it walking into my house and then, like, all going black. And I freaked out, took my bike or whatever. I think I was riding a skateboard in the dream. Fucking flew back and it it was just, like, a terrible, like, bleh. It was awful. It's really hard to explain it at all because I haven't thought about it in so long. But like, I thought it was really a really cool concept. It like, yeah, I don't know. It was really interesting. Like it, it was not at all all the way fleshed out. But, yeah, I, uh, I liked it a lot. Like it's that's less of like a a fiction story and more of a like it's fiction. It's fiction, but like, but it's more of a like almost coping mechanism. Almost yeah, it like was like. I was using Shadow of Death. I, I was even talking about it at the time. It was like a... What was I about to say? It was a a metaphor for, like, depression and, like, suicide and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Because all the victims of the Shadow Monster were thought to have killed themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Which was interesting. Um, I thought that's probably partly why, too, because of that whole metaphor. 
because I was struggling a lot with depression, so I was writing it all out as I went. Um, I thought it was a really cool concept. I thought, I thought it was really good therapy for me at the time, writing through it all. Um, at some point, I'll show you yeah. the whole story, and like, it'll it'll make a lot more sense. But I thought the whole thing yeah. was really cool. I really, <laughs> I know I've said that a bunch, but uh, like, there was a point where like, it kidnapped another protagonist and took them all the way to fucking like. Uh, to like Europe, and I we uh, I thought this was like the most action movie shit, and I I'm not sure how exactly this happened. We just got bored and started doing more shit. But like I hopped out of a plane. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, I love it. So get like you know it was unrealistic as hell, but you know like it was just something fun to do. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. I don't know. I mean. I, I like yeah. I admire the the sheer length of it, honestly. Like with how much you've managed to put put into this project as well. It's seventy pages uh, at fourteen point font, but I think what back at twelve point what it originally was, it goes up to like a good hundred uh, or so. Twelve point would be a smaller font and therefore less pages, Jay. Is it? Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> it takes up less space. Sorry, I was thinking <laughs> about it wrong. Um, so <laughs> no, 71 okay. pages is still a lot. It was like 23,000 words. That's a lot of words. Oh, yeah. Still, um, yeah. Still sure. a, a fucking whammy of things. Impressed. I think you mentioned that's... Wanting to, hmm. You mentioned wanting to pick up writing again at some point? Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick up writing, but that's all on that pro past project that I really have to say. I thought it was a really oh, cool, like... It, w it wasn't, like, perfect or anything because I was in eighth grade, but it was nice therapy for me at the time, and I really like looking back on it every once in a while and being like, shit, I did that. Um, obviously, I have, like, old poems and shit. Like, I've shown you, like, the first song I ever wrote, which was, like, one of the, like, most angsty fucking eighth grader shit things that you've <laughs> ever fucking seen. Yeah, it was pretty good, though. It was good. Not really. Um... <laughs> But, you know... I mean, sure, a little cheesy, but, like, there's nothing wrong with some cheese. Exactly, and you're in eighth grade, so you think that that's, like, the most, like, poetic shit that's ever been written, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I think it's really helpful to look back on this sort of stuff. I like to think that we're doing this, and then other people can be like, shit, you can be cringe and then get good? That's crazy. Um, yeah. You know what I would recommend strongly for anybody who's interested in writing? Um, is getting a group of people. Uh, not sure. necessarily writing in a group, but like just having a group of people who are all working on projects, and then meeting up occasionally to talk about your projects. Yeah, for sure. Um, it helped I was a part of writing group off. for a while, which is, which was really cool. Um, with a couple people on a Discord server, they were, it was like all Germans and then me. I remember <laughs> you guess you used to like. Ago. I remember you telling me about all of that. That was sick. Yeah, I. Still, I'm friends with them on Discord, I just, and, I've, and I've spoken with some of them, like, occasionally, but uh, I haven't talked with them, like, very much in a while. But we had, you used to have this big writing group um, called, we called it Night Writers, because it was a, it was a, 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 a joke from the book that, or one of the books that the main organizer was, uh, was writing. That's really cool. Um, yeah, it, it was really fun. I enjoyed that Didn't a lot. Didn't they, like, stream or, really... like, upload that, those, like, talks mm -hmm. to YouTube or something, or am I crazy? Uh, they're not public, but I do have access to them. Um, I remember that. that but is the uh, the organizer is a YouTuber. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I just couldn't remember. Um, yeah, Ali. Ali's great. Um, Hell's Mirror is her channel. How many She's subs do we have? 3. More 4, subs than that now? subscribers. Damn it! Hmm? They have more subs than this. This is bullshit. 
Oh, so many more subs than us. Listen, man, we're gonna get there and we're gonna kick their ass, you know? Yes, eventually. Eventually, <laughs> it's gonna be fucking um, beautiful. She's 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 a lovely person. Um, yeah, she's a she's a reactor YouTuber. Mm -hmm. uh, reacts to shows. Yeah, I stuff. remember you seeing her, her um, reactions. I remember you showing them to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a long time ago. I haven't I haven't spoken with her in a long time, but I remember still a Discord friend. Um, but uh, yeah. So that, that was a cool little group. Uh, everyone got inspired by uh, by just, you know, because every, every week we would get together and just share each other our, our progress and any help each other with ideas, help each other with, uh, any space with just editing and things like that. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Any creatives in general, yeah, but it's like especially especially of the same kind, like, you know. Yeah, it, like writers any, should work together. Any creatives, if need be, but writers, musicians, game uh, game developers like any group of people can yeah. meet meet up like that and it, it really is helpful and it really is inspirational and you can get and tips it. off of each other like i don't like how you mm -hmm. describe that maybe make that more descriptive or something yeah. like that yeah constructive know? criticism and yeah exactly and do that for each other's work for make sure. everyone's stuff better um yeah it's, it's it's a fantastic way to to do it honestly way to be creative in general definitely um so i'd strongly recommend that to anybody who is watching slash listening who might be interested in some creative projects and I know that this was all over the place, but it was just, like, interesting to go back and just remember old past projects, excuse me, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it, it was kind of a special podcast episode. It was, yeah, exactly. It was mostly dedicated to that. Um, I don't yeah, know. So you, you mentioned you wanted to get back into, back into writing. What, what are your thoughts about doing that? I think I'm definitely going to get back to, into writing. Um, obviously, like I, I keep saying, I've been writing a lot of music and stuff. But, like, writing, mm -hmm. like, actually, like, physically writing, I'm trying to... I, I've been bouncing around with a lot of different concepts that I'm trying to run with. I gotta nice. pick one and run with it, because that's the thing, right? You have to pick one, and you have to, like, make sure that you actually run with it, rather than, like... You guys, you could make up concepts all day, but there's no merit behind it until you actually put something behind it. And obviously, yeah. like, you just saw, I'm able to do that once I actually, like, pick a concept and run with it. I just have to do that more often. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, are you, like, are you thinking about writing, like, a book, or, or, like, or, like, or a different kind of media? Well, at some point, I'll de I definitely want to write a book. Um, I think that I want to do a fiction book at some point, but I also want to do, like, a memoir. I know that's, mm -hmm. like, d really dumb, too, but I, like, I, I keep oh, saying, I've read, like, a million different memoirs, so I just think it'd be really cool to have, like, a, a, a record yeah. of what my life was like. I'd love to write a memoir as well. That'd be cool someday. Yeah, exactly. When no, we're rich and famous, know. when people are begging for it. Hold on. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, oh, shit. Um, ah, yeah. I don't want to write a memoir. I want to write a manifesto. <laughs> oh, just to be a f fucking pretentious bitch. Psycholonials. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yep. no. Oh, everything comes back to Andrew Hussey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything does. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I, maybe one day I'll write a book. I would like to write a physical book someday, but like, I, my writing style currently is much better suited for, um, for audio dramas. Yeah. Um, and stage plays. Um, mm -hmm. but like, audio dramas are a lot easier to make than stage plays because stage plays require, you know, video. Yeah. Um, well, with, you know, uh, an audio drama, if I write it properly, then all we have to do is record, and I can fucking um, edit that to get the audio, and I can just make a show, which would be fantastic, oh, yeah. and I really want to do that in the near future. That would uh, be working, sick. working hard on that. 
Um, yeah. If so you need a voice for it, of, all I'm saying is, <laughs> oh, I, I'm calling you up for sure. Um, at least, at, like at at very very least for the, uh, for like the first step, you know, like maybe, maybe if um, I can get like trained voice actors who fit the role very well, then I like eventually redub it. But like, for the first season, um, like before it's released to the public, and I just want to like test out my script. Definitely calling you on. Yeah, but most likely because most likely if I get to that point, I'll never like feel like redoing things. So you'll just end up being a voice for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does that mean I can have an IMDb IMDb page? Bleh. Um, no, because it's not a movie. No, I disagree. It's an audio drama. Same thing. I guess. Same thing. I don't know. Maybe. I'm gonna make we'll myself an IMDb page. I don't know. When we'll we see. make a short film um, for for Eugenius Part Two, I want an IMDb. No, we're we're doing we're doing Eugenius One again, oh, but so better. Not, yeah, we're so remaking Eugenius. it first. I get. And I still maybe get to be Eugenius, Eugenius right? Two. Yes. I really badly want. And then to maybe Eugenius and then maybe we'll do Eugene Two, uh, Eugenius Two, Electric Boogaloo. But yeah, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> we are such a fucking mess. Um, yes, indeed. But uh, uh, but yeah, those are the things that I'm that I'm I'm doing writing interns. It's like stage like stage play for short films, uh, and audio dramas are the kind of my focus. Yeah, for sure. Then, yeah, I think one day I'm gonna get back into writing. Like one day I'm just gonna like because I I'm one day I'm gonna find the concept because you have to find the concept that you want to run with forever and ever and ever. I'd love to do like a bunch of different books at once, but at the same time, I need to get good at writing one book, and then you do the eight bit different books at the same yeah. time. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna be really cool whenever I whenever I finally like grab yeah. hold of something. I suppose like all of my, my my favorite pieces of media. I've talked about this extensively before. My favorite pieces of media are always long form media. Um, like things that are serial, long form, not episodic, right? So things like Homestuck. I love Homestuck because it's just one really long, giant, crazy story. Uh, I like Space Boy because it's not as crazy or as long. Um, but as you can see, if I can move this stuff, um, as you can see, I've already got twelve physical books of this of this series. Yeah, and this is like maybe a third of the whole thing but probably less yeah but this is all the physical books that are out so far interesting um it's the rest of it's on webtoon um but well it's not finished yet but you know another another third of the story it's on webtoon um and i like the story a lot because it is also that kind of really long one story thing you know it, it, it the whole story is serial there are no filler episodes everything is just this happens and this happens and this happens and yeah. it kind of shows the world building the character development the, you know the plot and all that it's just a long form serial story that lasts a very long time and For i sure. love that kind of that kind of media um I first, like stargate which is my favorite show in quotes which um, is almost entirely because of nostalgia, because I think there are other shows that I probably actually like more, but I think I like Stargate more, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but early on, Stargate was very episodic, but later on, there's a lot of serial stuff, and a lot of that serial stuff, a lot of the 
big episodes that are plot driven and the overarching plot threads for the seasons and and yeah. and the continuity stuff like that's my favorite part about it mm. you know when we get these big cool arcs about these new bad guys that last season sure. and all of this development throughout it the scaling i love that um but there are other shows that i like oh, some newer ones like the, the magicians i love so much because it is a serial long form five season show where there are no filler episodes um, like, like, so I love, that's why I love television, um, these days. Like, I love, I've got both, um, Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra on Blu-ray right here. Oh, yeah. I love both series. Uh, Last Airbender, of course, is better, but, um, Korra is a good cartoon, but, well, well, Avatar is, like, well, The Last Airbender is, like, amazing and incredible. This one's just very good, you know? Yeah. In my opinion. It yeah, <laughs> definitely doesn't live up to the hype, but I like Korra. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that's the general thing. I, I love I love that kind of story. So that's what I that's what I wanted to do with Quad. You know, when I was younger and I was trying to make that kind of I was trying to make a, a come up with kind of this grand story that spanned all these things and was big and stuff. Like I want to be able to tell that kind of long form story somehow. A book is too short. A movie's too short. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I would want to do a series, an audio drama, a series of books, like some kind of like long form media. Um, if only I could draw, I would totally do webcomics. Yeah. Like, I'd totally do webtoon if I could draw, which maybe one day I'll learn, but... I, I think drawing is one of those right things now. that I've tried so many times that I don't think it's ever really going to click for me. Yeah, um, right? Everyone's like, you can just practice, and I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I know. If I practice, I will eventually get better, but I don't really want to practice. Exactly. It's not It's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. I've thought um, about it so many times. Like I said, my mom, she, she's been amazing at art her whole life, and then my... My mom's mom like made a living drawing, so. Oh, nice. So it's not, it's like in my blood that I could get there if I really wanted to, but I really don't mm-hmm. feel like doing all the work that my that everyone else does. Yeah. Even. The problem with drawing, right, is um, is it takes so much work, so much effort in order to notice change, right? Yeah. Um, because you could spend hours and hours tra- practicing drawing and and feel like you haven't improved at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to spend a lot of effort, a lot of time on practicing it in order to actually get better at it, which is the problem with drawing, uh, as yeah, in general, from my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think music's but, one yeah. of those things. That's, I think that's why I like it so much because you can audibly hear it when you're getting better. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like this. It's a lot. It's a lot easier to tell. With my other, progress with other forms of creativity comes a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This week, I, I figured out that, I, like, I, I mean, everyone's already thought that I'm, I'm, it's, like, almost, like, certain that I have ADHD, but I, I've, like, talked to, like, people about it, like, people who have it and, like, all the symptoms and stuff, and it's, like, it's not, mm-hmm. like, you don't tell, you can't, like, know unless you go to, like, a therapist or something, but, like, everything that they were, like, they, they like, were talking to me about it because they've been talking to a lot of therapists and that yeah. like all the things that a therapist have been telling them they've been like asking me the same questions and they're like holy shit oh yeah and I'm oh yeah like, oh. i mean i i've had friends i i've been i have a lot of friends who have adhd who have talked to about it and stuff and i almost certainly have it too um, it's terrifying <laughs> like it's I mean, weird like, <laughs> um oh gosh I don't even remember, like, where I was, like, okay, I was, uh, um, oh, yeah, and also, like, my sister, like, just, like, got diagnosed with ADHD, and it yeah. is hereditary, mm-hmm. and my dad probably also has ADHD, because that would explain a lot about his behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, I almost certainly have it. 
<laughs> but like I was the, like it's and or mild like and and or on the autism spectrum, but I don't know. Yeah. I can't I can't begin to touch that without Yeah, I haven't tu- I haven't touched that with a ten foot pole. Um yeah. because ADHD and autism yeah. are like that, like tied together almost. Yeah, like, they have a lot of overlap but some key differences. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not saying they're identical, but like their their symptoms yeah. are kinda like that. Um yeah, I don't want sure. to offend anybody, so if I say something offensive, please just smack me. I deserve it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, like I was sitting there at lunch, and they were talking about it, and they were like, and whenever I was telling them that I, I thought certain ways, they were like, not everybody thinks that way, Jay Wilson. And I was like, what do you mean? It's not <laughs> right. normal for your brain to run, like, a million miles a minute? You don't need yeah, to, it's, like, it's, be it's, fidgeting so- with something constantly to be able to function? It's not normal for you to always have an internal monologue that never shuts up? It's not normal to have these intrusive thoughts that, like, take over your fucking entire existence. <laughs> right. But, like... It's not normal to get stuck on a thought and repeat the same, like, sentence like you're rereading a history book line. Where, yeah. Like, like, I'm, like, uh, like you, reread, you read a history book line, realize you weren't paying attention, so you have to reread the line over and over again. That mm-hmm. happens to my thoughts sometimes, where I just, like, get stuck on the thought and have to repeat that thought before I can move on. Yeah, it's it's just like, you know, like I'm sitting there at lunch and like we're like at this Chinese buffet place and I'm sitting mm-hmm. there and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like like my entire perception of everything's kind of like like it like clicks why like all the things excuse me that I do certain people give me weird looks for or like mm-hmm. or like, you know, like how why some of my friends can't keep up with how fast that I do things and others can. Because some pe- some of the people I surround myself with all have the same like thought press- process and others don't. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting because like, yeah, I get it. Like it makes sense in my brain why a lot of the things that I do make sense in my brain but don't make sense in everybody else's. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was such an interesting concept. And like I said, I'm g- probably going to go to the therapist and like get actually diagnosed so I can actually say that without having yeah. to like put all the stipulation to it. Um, yeah, I've got to do that, too, at some point. I've just got... Like, I'm hoping that... Because it's also possible that I, like... That, like, HRT would just fix it. Because yeah. there are reports of uh, of people who, after going on HRT, like, are able to think a lot better and clearer and everything. And it could yeah. just be similar symptoms from, from something like that, which would be mm-hmm. very nice. And I've already got an appointment for that. So yeah. I'm w- kind of waiting to do anything about the whole ADHD aspect, which I, it is, it is genetic and my sister has it, so I probably do, I just, I don't know, I'm just kind of waiting to worry about one thing at a time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if necessarily I want, like, to change how I think, because I don't think I think in a bad way, I just think it's interesting to, like, understand why yeah. I think a certain way. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, I just need to be healthier about it, because a lot of, because a lot of the stuff, a lot of the symptoms that I, I, I have that are ADHD symptoms prevent me from being able to do some things like yeah prevent me from from being able to focus on things or preventing preventing me from being able to like um it's it's like motivate myself it's very demotivating um which is not fun but you know Mm -hmm. i'm able to keep (sighs) my motivation i guess like I guess that I, I choose to, to work the most on the things that I enjoy, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I'm able to fixate on them very well, rather than, like... 
because like I think a lot of my thing is that I can't focus on things I don't want to focus on. Like if I'm at school, oh yeah, literally ne- never there mentally, never. Oh yeah, me too. Like 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 that, that's how like I can only focus on things I want to focus on, but I also get bored very easily. That's fair. <laughs> so I start a project, I focus on it, hyperfixate, get uh, work on it a lot, get bored of it, and then do something else. The thing is, with me, I, th- I feel like in my head it's less boredom and more. I I'm not happy with it, so I don't wanna I don't wanna work on it anymore. So I move mm-hmm. on to the next thing. It's like my perfectionist in me, as well as like the like a lot of the ADHD symptom type stuff, where like they both kind of interact with each other. It's just like I'm bored, but also I don't want to put in all the work to make this the way that I want it to. So then I just kind of stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. why it's crazy to me that YouTube's still going right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Always comes back to YouTube. It always comes back to YouTube. Uh, is there um, anything else you want to talk about? Because I feel like we're kind of just... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like at this point we're talking about motivation and ADHD. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, this, was, uh, this was a good... I mean, you know, we, we, we achieved what we set out to do, which is um, talk about our stories... Um, so are we still up for next time doing the music 3x3? Yeah, I'm 100% down for that. Also, Theo's playing Yandere Simulator, stupid bitch. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, so, um, we're still, we're doing artists, right? 3x3 artists? Yeah, 3x3. Wait, so nine artists? Cool. Nine, yes. And they don't have to be in a specific... The center one needs to be, like, the one that encapsulates. They don't have to be in a specific order or anything. Um, the way I've seen it is the center one is usually like the most important one, and then the eight around it are in whatever order. Like, yeah, exactly. Order, okay, order. cool. I was just making um, sure I understood it in my head. Yeah, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's I mean, I've, I've listened to a lot of albums lately from like random artists, so I'm, I've got to try to think about how cool. I'm gonna do this because mm-hmm. uh, albums might actually end up being easier for me. Um, yeah. Cause you have you. Um, because, yeah, you want to do artists because there are so many albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless you'd rather do albums. We can figure out albums. It just might take me a little bit. Okay. Because um, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I think that I would be, I would be happier with albums um, because of my listening habits lately. However, I could certainly do artists if you'd prefer without too much extra work no it's not too much extra work i can do albums i'm just gonna have to think about it harder (laughs) okay uh do you think albums or artists is more interesting to to, like learn about to talk about uh i feel like like these nine albums mean a lot or these nine artists mean a lot i feel like artists would be a lot more a lot more information thus probably more entertaining to talk about but at the same time, mm-hmm. if you research the album and you understand the whole premise of it and what makes sense in it, then I think it could be equally interesting. That's fair. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of albums that I that I've listened to lately that are from artists that I don't listen to like anything else by. That's which fair. is like the main the main thing. Yeah, but um, I mean, if that's what you want to do, we could just do albums. <laughs> yeah. If if you wouldn't mind, I think we should do albums, but we don't have. Okay. And let's just run with albums. Cool. Sounds good. You've got pl- plenty of time to work on it this week. Spring break. Yeah, exactly. You got spring about. break, <laughs> and at, mid, during Dong and Rampa recordings, I'll be like, "But what if I? What about this album?" Hell yeah. 
Anyhow. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that was that was a fun little 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 session. Tune in next time for uh, for us talking about uh, three by three music. And I guess we're doing albums instead of uh, artists. Um, we decided, um, which is gonna be interesting. So I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. In any case, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to this podcast or watching. If you watched or listened to it all the way through, we really appreciate you. Uh, you mean so much to us. Please leave a, a five-star rating on uh, Spotify or Music uh, if you enjoyed it or a like on YouTube. All of that's greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. It just shows us that, that you're enjoying our content and that uh, it kind of inspires us to make more. Yeah. Uh, we have a Patreon, as we mentioned earlier. No expectations to join that, but there are some perks over there that I've already talked about and you can find on that Patreon. Uh, you can find all of our links at bio.link, that's B-I-O dot L-I-N-K slash Araya and J, spelled out, A-R-I-A-H-A-N-D-J-A-Y. You can find all the links there. Uh, there's also a lot of links uh, in the YouTube descript- description for uh, for this podcast episode, yeah. which is, in turn, linked on all of the podcast apps that I could find a way to do that on. So definitely on Spotify, definitely on Apple. Um, you can link to the YouTube videos directly from this episode, so... There are links galore. You can find them everywhere. Uh, we also have a Discord server you could hunt around for. It's on our bio.link, yeah. um, which is a fun place to hang out at. For sure. And it's got a lot of cool people. Anything else to say, Jay? Uh, thank you guys very much. Hope you have a great day, night, whatever time it is for you. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. Bye-bye.